This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Stuffer Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. It's been 53 years since Huddersfield Town won away at Preston. This has been the warm-up episode 93, Preston Preview. Thanks for joining Tom and I. (laughs) (laughs) Would that be the shortest podcast in history if we put that out there, there and then? Oh, maybe, yeah. Mate, we could, we could uh, do it be... and um, get in the Guinness Book of Records. That would be good. It'd be good to have, and then we could say award-winning podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, record-winning, record-winning. That sounds better. Mm. Um, yeah, no, Tom, it's like that cold that everyone seems to be getting at the moment. You can't get rid of us that easily. Uh, we are here. <laughs> we are going to preview this Preston game. Uh, if, it, if it kills us, welcome to the warm-up episode 93. It's Brady and Tom back once again. Tom, how how are you? I'm not bad, Brady. Um, it's that weird time, in it, before Christmas where I just don't know what's going on. Um... <laughs> what, with yourself? With the world? Yeah, with the town, everything, yeah. Um, it Falling on a weekend is a bit weird, isn't it? Like, I think mm. that's what's messing with it, because it's like, we're, it's, we're in the run-up to a weekend, but it's Christmas weekend, and then we're going to have some football on a Monday. Is it a Monday? It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Monday afternoon. Somewhere that we love going as well. Indeed, indeed. The old deep down. Um yeah, no, I, I'm with you. It does feel odd, but then again, like I think it's the World Cup as well, to be honest. Like it just feels odd, like, you know, like Is there a World of... Cup hangover? Do you know what I mean? Like we've been mm. treated just to watching the best players in the world kick a ball around for a few weeks. And then it goes back to, well, yeah, Huddersfield Town versus Preston North End. <laughs> well, to be honest, I um, I went to the Watford game at the weekend and uh, I think I definitely had to put up with that if it meant... I, I mean, I got to see the best, probably the best World Cup final ever the following day. So, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> worth it, I suppose. But you're right, yeah, it does feel weird. Um, obviously touched on the... The Watford game quickly. We are the preview, not the review. See what I did there. Um, but Tom, anything you want to say about that game? I suppose it's just uh, the same thing um, again. 
I mean, I actually thought first half we'd looked all right. So our second half, though, it, it was like it was like an attack and defense training exercise. It felt like for them, the amount of chances they seem to be creating. Oh, it's just um, it's. I know we don't have the financial backing to compete with them, but in that second half, especially, it's like we didn't even have the bodies. <laughs> it just there was no. The scales were different levels, weren't they? Um, mm. I, I still think there are a couple of positives to take out of that performance, but um, it, it's it's weird that you can go in at nil nil half time, and then it wasn't even like we lost because we went out to attack and go for a win. It just it's just really a disappointing second half. Wasn't it? How did you find it? I, to be honest, right, and this kind of summed it up for me. I, you know, I agree with you. First half, I was like, oh, we look all right here, um, like playing all right. Although Watford had a couple of chances, and I don't know how they didn't get a penalty. And then I went down to meet um, <clears throat> James and like, uh, you know, like some of our, our friends, and um, I'm going to shout him out, Burrows. He said, um, he was like, yeah, Tam played really well, really well first half. Uh, this has got, uh, but you know what's going to happen. Watford are going to come out second half and score in the first fifteen minutes, and uh, <laughs> that happened. And I just like <laughs> when it happened, I just turned to my stepdad. I was like, "Oh fucking hell, it's right." <laughs> like, um, so yeah, no, I think that was it, isn't it? It's just like, um, just feels so predictable, doesn't it? Um, I was chatting to, I think it was in our like podcast chat. I think I said to Cosy, it just kind of feels like. A second prem season where it almost feels like we're just there's nothing we can do. Um yeah. But yeah. Anyway, nice, nice cheery start to the to this preview. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to do you want me to I, I did a little bit of digging. Do you want me to try and bring some positivity? What proceedings? With Preston. <laughs> with Preston. Yeah. Preston. Go on, good luck. Okay, right. Okay. So they're so they're seventh in the table coming into this on 34 points. Um they're out of the playoff places on goals scored currently with QPR having scored five more. That's not the positive. The positive is, Tom, they've lost their last two home games. Um, oh. But so, yeah, um, they since coming back from the World Cup break, they won 4 1 away at Blackburn, but they lost one in their last time out to QPR. So yeah. they have lost their home games, Tom. Um, I feel this would be typical town to win at Preston finally when. <laughs> Like what a season no that was, a yeah. season that would get relegated from the championship as well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> what, I don't know. What do you think? I just feel like no one, absolutely no one from a town like town fan perspective is gonna predict a win here. I don't know. Um, what, what I wouldn't put it past town to do it. We couldn't do it in the Wagner season. Did we draw? That's like one of the first times we got a point there for ages, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, mate. Maybe, maybe it will be a Christmas miracle. But um, I just, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those places that you just resign to town not winning anyway. Um, I just, I even with how bad they're playing at the moment, though, I, I just don't think we'll be. I just don't think we'll be good enough. <laughs> we just can't score, Brady. That's the. 
be all and end all of it. Maybe we'll get a nil-nil, but who are you seeing that's scoring for us at the moment? That's the problem. Well, <clears throat> do you know who I was actually quite impressed by in a little cameo? And he didn't really do much. I thought Tyree Simpson was quite good. And, mm. um, basically because he bashed into people. And, and the knockdown he had for Rhodes, who missed, you know, hit over the bar right at the end. That was actually really good. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, maybe. I thought Rodoni, first half, looked very lively. It's yeah. just, I, I don't know, like, maybe, I don't know what it looked like on the highlights, but there was just so many times where he beat a man, but no one was in the box. Or it was just like Wardy and no one else. And it was almost like this, they were scared to commit. Um, so I kind of, I don't know, like, we have been better defensively under Fogringham, but I almost feel like maybe we should just go for it. We're not expected to win this. And mm. I know you want to kind of keep picking up points, but... I don't know. Well, I, swear, I don't know. How do you think the fan base would feel if, like, we went for it and um, lost one 0 but like actually went for it and got like sucker punched? Or do you think we'd prefer? Well, like, if you said if it was like Town had twenty shots and you know what I mean, Town actually yeah, had a chance or like hit the post or do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then Preston scored right the death. I think the fan base would be fine with that because then the that would be assigned to the board. That if you want, do you know if if Town showed that they could, and Town have showed, I actually think Town have showed against two of the probably best teams in the league recently that they can at least play against them. Um, and if then they turned up against Preston and showed that they can create plenty of chances, they just need someone to finish them. And it was kind of down to right if we can get someone in, it was gonna. If Town could get someone in who's going to score, what what would it what would you need? You need someone coming in who's going to score maybe 10, 10 to fifteen goals now for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing is that Town aren't going to they're not going to stump up the money for that kind of player, are they? Or you get lucky and you you pick up someone who's maybe on a roll in League One or League Two. Um, I think it's all about confidence as striker as well. You you could look at someone lower down the league and take a punt and be like, just need you for half a season to keep that confidence going. Mm. If you if you create chances for a striker who's confident, they're gonna they're gonna put it away. I mean, it's um the ability of putting the ball in the back of the net doesn't particularly change the further down the leagues you go, do you know what I mean? Because if they're in the right place and they're on a roll putting it in the net. <laughs> all they're doing is beating a keeper <laughs> yeah yeah I mean to be honest though I, yeah no it's a good point I, I think it's just more like creating chances we're just I know every team in the league wants one but like you just need someone to make it because you know I know Ward and Rhodes have, have gone a bit off boil but they were scoring with the chances and we weren't mm-hmm. <clears throat> making loads so I, I just I don't know you just kind of need that well, basically what you'd hope Tino would be, which is like either creating yeah. chances or finishing him. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think the thing that did catch me out, to go back to my bad stats, is um, <clears throat> which team in the league do you think concedes the first goal the most times this season in the league, in the championship? The, f- the first, who concedes first, the most? Yeah. And it's not town. It is town. Sixty-four oh, percent of games. Town. Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
Right. So 64% of their games, they concede the first goal. Um, that's yeah, bad so That's really bad, isn't it? And I, I think that's the thing. You know, that that's the... And this is, if they're going to get anything from this Preston game, they're going to have to score first. Like, you know, that's what they... The only, the only time I've, off the top of my head I can think they've actually come back from conceding is that QPR game. And that looks like yeah. a bit of a... A bit of a fluke, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josh Ruffles turned into bloody prime messy <laughs> for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's the thing. We've, you know, I know Fotheringham has improved them defensively compared to Schofield, but stats don't lie. You know, we'll, if we're going to get anything, sorry, most obvious thing to say, they need to keep a clean sheet to have any chance of um, yeah. like, doing anything. So... But yeah, let's talk about it. Um, we normally talk about the key players here. Let's let's do that. I'll I'll jump in first. Um, I picks Alvaro Fernandez for Preston. He's the left back, left wing back. Uh, he's on loan from Manchester United. I remember the home defeat. Um, he was causing us quite a bit of trouble. Um, yeah, I think he should have scored. Like he was unmarked at the end. Uh, but he's got two assists this season, and I think he's one of them where like you don't. Um, like you don't, he, he's not got the numbers, but whenever I've kind of seen him, like I've seen him mm-hmm. a couple of games like on the highlights, he looks dangerous. So I think he could cause us a bit of trouble if he's allowed um, the license yeah. to get forward, which you'd expect expect him to have. So um, yeah, one to watch out. Tom, who who did you pick as the the key man or like the player who caught your eye? Well, I've gone for someone that um, weren't town linked with him, maybe quite a couple of seasons ago. And someone that I just, the type of player that just maybe the experience that comes in and helps out a championship team and a, a team like Preston who have been in and around the middle of the pack for the last few seasons. And maybe this is the player that they've been missing just to take them that edge further um, this season. And I've, I've gone with uh, Robbie Brady. Um who has played in most of the games this season and he's picked up about, I think it's three assists. Mm. Um, and he's just someone who who's going to come into a squad and just add that little bit extra experience and quality. Because um, he, he's a high-end championship player, really, isn't he, I think? Um, so, yeah, that's mine. But, there's, I mean, they've, they've just got a few... Decent players, aren't they? Um, I quite like the goalkeeper as well. I think I think he's um, he's he's proving pretty decent for him. And then uh, Ched Evans seems to have uh, picked up a bit of form recently. And did he get two against Blackburn? Was it? Or yes, he did. Yeah. So like I I think as we mentioned in like when a striker's on a roll, you've got to kind of keep an eye out there. Uh, but no goal against QPR, so maybe there's a positive. Maybe. And uh, yeah, I think we were quite linked with Robbie Brady, and purely I wanted that because my middle name's Robert. So <laughs> Robert and Brady, Brady, Robert. Brady. Yeah, I mean to be honest, like when am I going to get an? Ex- I don't get numbers and names on the back of shirts anymore because I am a an adult man. But well, I'm still hoping Brady Townsend on, back. on Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should if do we, that. Yeah, Brady. I mean, if we did somehow come into a bit of money. By town, surely our first signings are Tom Bradshaw and Robbie Brady. Then, yeah, and you know what? Like we were only doing that because we're you know vain people. 
But actually, yeah. if you look at that, like a bit of experience, <laughs> like they were not actually <laughs> were well, sensible. Do you know what those two? Imagine slotting those two into the Tiss Town team. Someone who yeah. scores now and again. I mean, he's he he does score though in the in the championship, and someone who is going to create bloody hell. And mate, we're trying. I'm trying to think who else we could sign. They are well, sensible signings. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should do a sensible transfers for town. I mean, the yeah. thing is, we can't. <laughs> It's hard when the budget is zero, as Mark yeah. Fodringham says. <laughs> Be like football manager, where I like really low ball and ball and yeah. installments are ridiculous over four years. <laughs> right, let's take a break and then let's come back and do the mailbag. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Cozzy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay. Well, you know, you get a lot of letters at this time of year. Well, Santa does. But so do we, because <laughs> it's time for the mailbag. You've got mail. Okay, Tom, here's, we've got a couple of questions. Thanks to everyone who wrote in. Adam Kershaw asks, how do we get this side to make consistent chances in a game? It's very good, a very good problem. Um, <clears throat> I would recommend, not that they need the listeners, and they never do this for us, but the other podcast, um, David Hartrick was saying he thinks it's more personal personnel problem than necessarily right. covering them. Um, I, as we touched on, I think we've improved defensively under Fotheringham, but we kind of look, we do look toothless in attack. Um, yeah. So I kind of wonder, I mean, to be honest, like, I think we have to kind of go, maybe go a bit more gung-ho. I know we talked about that stat earlier where we've, you know, 64% of our games we concede first, but I almost wonder if we have to just try and go for it and go hell for leather. Because I think the thing is, we like that Watford game, we just get to the final third and like we don't know what to do or there's not enough people. And I almost wonder if we've just got to kind of, I don't know, just just commit a lot of men. And like if you get caught on the break, mm. I know it's not great, but for me, weirdly, the best thing about this team, and this feels strange to say, is our defence, is our goalkeeper. The, the issue is... They they're under a lot of pressure because we're not scoring. So you they yeah. have like everything gets kind of um you know put in a spotlight more. So you know that that save has to count. That performance has, means more because you know we're not creating any chances. And it's the same it's the same for the strikers when like that Rhodes chance. Like Jordan Rhodes at the start of the season doesn't miss that, but like that's the only chance I can really think of we made 
um, medal game. <laughs> so I, I I wonder if it's sacrificing that control because we I think first half we had a lot of control over Watford, um, and then obviously they came out second half and their quality yeah. makes a difference. But I think it could be that like just kind of just go for it. I, I mean. I think at the moment, because of other things going around at the club and like being bottom of the league, I think any defeat is going to be bad. But I think if they if they went for it, I, I'd rather they go for it and lose two one. But like the, you know, they've just attacked as much as they can and committed a lot on them. Then um, I don't know, just just lose like one nil or two nil, and you know, not really threaten. What, what what do you think, Tom? How how do you think you get this team making consistent chances? Um, I agree. I think it's it's getting bodies in the box, isn't it? It is getting bodies in the box because ideally, and I think this is, I mean, look, I'm not a football manager, Brady. I'm not a tactician. But when Town, the way Town tried to score at the moment is from balls into the box, isn't it? And it's it's most of the time it's out wide. Sometimes it starts to create from the middle. But most of the time, it's either sober or you're over full back, a wing back, whatever, playing it in. And it always seems like maybe only Ward's in there and you've got a few dotted around the edge. It's just a couple extra. Diara, I mean, like, so last week it was Diara and Rudonia. And those two should just be in that box in and around Ward. Because if mm. it's going to drop down, someone's got to be there. I, just, it is, I think that's it. Just flood the box, get them in. I think you're right. It'd be quite an interesting tactic that if Town came out and just that for, for the first ten minutes just went right. Fuck it, we're gonna have we're gonna have four lads in the box yeah. every time the ball's coming in, kind of thing. Because for that first ten minutes, players like Sauber and, and Ruffles should be fit enough for ten minutes to be running up and down those flanks if. A counter attack occurred and stuff like that. So I don't know. Maybe I'm sounding like an idiot saying this, but if it was as simple as just getting in the box, you'd kind of hope they'd have figured that out by now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. Like, like you say, we're not. I, I'm sure you know. I, I know people aren't particularly happy with some people aren't happy with Fotheringham, but without without like you know the window, um, you can't. We can't bring players in. So I think. Mm. And I, and I still like maybe this is me being a fool, but I still believe there are players who like a goal will do them a world of good. Like I, I feel Radoni is that player. If he gets a goal, I feel like he'll, you know, it, his confidence will just be better. And a lot of it is confidence. And yeah, like I think a lot of teams, you know, again the other podcast hard trick saying like we're, we're quite predictable. So you know, why yeah. don't you cause a bit of chaos? I think we're down there. Like we're gonna. It's all good being better defensively, but we're still losing yeah. games. I, well, know. I know I know stats don't stats don't say everything, do they? But but mm-hmm. town town had fifteen shots against Watford. But the big one is they only had two on target, whereas Watford yeah. had twelve and six on target. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit of that as well, Brady. It is a it's I know not a, a few of the shots were kind of potluck take mm-hmm. it from outside the box and in reality those those only seem to go in when you're on a bit of a roll kind of thing anyway um, yeah. but it is that finishing in the in the final third as well it these is, lads it is. 
these lads are we've got we've got a very experienced couple of strikers who should be at least getting stuff on target when it falls mm. to them as well. Yeah, I mean to be honest, like we'll we'll come on to what you do for this game, but I'd be half tempted to start Simpson, like you know, even if he can only last like a half yeah. or sixty minutes, because to be honest, like I think Wardy still doesn't look fit to me. Like Rhodes mm. seems a bit he's out of form and. I know it's I know it's again we're not managers, but Simpson came on, he smashed into the centre back. Yeah. Right. And then he created that chance for um for Rose. And to be honest, like, why not? Why do you know if he comes on like he's quicker, um, he's a bit of a, you know, his touch isn't the best, but he's a bit unpredictable. And you know, if he comes on, he's a bit unpredictable and he smashes into people, you know, he yeah. can bring Wardy on or, or Rhodes on. So yeah, why not? Um, I don't know. We'll see, though. I think there's some serious. We, we need we need bodies in January, which yeah. leads on nicely to our next question, which is HTAFC Stan. He asks, "What positions do you think we need to strengthen in January?" Um, I think we need a right back because of Turton. Yeah, um, I think Brody Spencer looks. You know, he's asking a lot. There's a lot. I think that's the thing at the moment. We've got we're asking a lot from young lads who've not really played. This feels a lot like Corbran's first season, actually, where he's having to pick young young lads who've not really made a start. So I'd I'd look at bringing in a right back. Um, I think we touched on it there. We need we need that like number ten type player, you know, a chance creator. Um, but they're not cheap, and they're few and far in between. And there's other players in the there's other teams in the division who you know are probably in a better position. To, to sign that I think the only way we could probably get that player is if we cut Tino's loan short um, yeah. and you know try and get an, another Premier League loan in maybe um, and then yeah just need a strike I know I know Fotheringham's talking about bringing in Cambiri. Um I don't know his record doesn't look great but I just think having different options at this point so yeah, yeah. I, they're, they're where I'd look at like a right back midfielder and that creative midfielder and another striker. What about you, Tom? No, I agree. I think I think you're spot on there, Brady. It's just it's got to be a learn on it that midfielder probably, but it's finding someone who's mm. going to want to send someone out to bottom of the league. I mean, it would be quite a good experience <laughs> being in yeah. a in a dogfight for maybe someone like that. But um, yeah, that I think I think that's top of the list for me. Someone who's going. to... No, someone who's going to pick it up in the middle. Really, Jack Radoni should be doing this, but yeah. he just isn't at the moment. Someone I mean, he's in the... a lot, though. It was in no, one last season. It is. But someone who's picking it up and creating from the middle, mm. for me. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I know we talked about this a while ago. I, I, would, I would recall Scott High. Um, I don't think he's that player, but I think he would... I think he'd be a good complement to the midfield um, Agree. in some games, just because he brings a lot of energy. And I think, um, to be honest, I can see Fotheringham liking him because I also Charles, think Brady, right. I also think, and I'd recall Edmonds Green, even if they're not really playing at Rotherham and Wigan. But if Town somehow went on a little run and mm. got up to the same points as Rotherham and Wigan, why are we? And why are we giving them a couple of our players who, and they're in a relegation fight with us? 
anyway. We expected us, I, I imagine they expected us to be higher. I know, well, yeah, yeah. But it's like, right, we'll then recall them in January. Because imagine, imagine if those players did something where it, the circumstances were like, oh, yeah, high scores, Edmonds Green keeps clean sheet, whatever. Mm. And it affects Town's position in the league. It's just mad, isn't it? It's absolute madness. Yeah, and to be honest, we talked about right back. Edmonds, Edmonds Green can play right back, you know. Um, so, yeah, actually, yeah, getting back and then you can put um, more of that zero transfer budget into getting that number 10 yeah. striker. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, similar question, Ben, he asks, uh, I understand we have limited money at the moment, but do you think the club are reluctant to let Fotheringham sign some of his own sort of players after a shaky start? Hence him repeated the no funds in interviews. I mean, it's hard to say. And obviously, like, don't want to speculate like what's going on because let's be honest, no one really knows what's happening behind the scenes. Um, I I just think, yeah, he's, he's not, he's not at the best start, but, I th- and, um, you know, again, I'm talking about the other pod, but, they reminded me Fotheringham's had so many injuries compared to Schofield. Mm-hmm. Um so I think he's done I don't know, like at this point I feel like it's not even Fotheringham's the problem. Like I think this kind of like Genny manager would be struggling to get yeah. out of this side. Um but I don't I don't know if that's I don't know if that's it because you know we we talk about we've talked about it a lot, but like, if Dean if Dean wants to sell the club, for me, if you're just looking at it from a few, pure business perspective, having a club in the championship is going to get you more money than having a club in League One. Yeah. So, I don't, and and maybe maybe the no no funds is to kind of we we don't know, but possibly the no funds stuff in interviews is to maybe downplay it because maybe there is some money available, but it's not going to be millions of pounds um so yeah i i kind of i have a feeling like that we will get players in in january because i just i don't know i know you can't always apply logic to football but like if you want to sell the club have selling a champion having a club in the championship is going to make you more money so surely it makes sense to put money in to make sure do your best to make sure that Mm. they return status i don't know what you think tom no, I've, I agree with you. I, don't, I, I, I just don't think... I don't think they're avoiding giving him funds, to be fair. I just don't think... It's just not there at the moment, is it? They're just... I just don't think Dean's in that position to be throwing money at him. Maybe he's... I, he just really want. I think he just doesn't want to do it anymore, does he? Be all and end all. Um... So it is a really difficult situation at the moment, um, but I, I just don't. I don't know. I don't. If if they don't trust Fotheringham with transfer funds, then he surely just wouldn't still be here anyway. I think that's it. And like you know, we've heard all sorts of rumours. Like I know there was um, to be like at the Watford game, there was a couple of people behind me saying like Fotheringham out, time to go, and I just like. Let's say the club did get rid of him. I don't know who comes in. 
like I, I really I really don't know who comes in. Um, so it's just I, I'm not I'm not trying to stick up for him because to be honest, I don't know. Hand on heart, I don't know if he's a good manager or not. Like I, I just think the circumstances are really difficult. So like I kind of think it, it's hard to judge him. Um, you know, and let him. I don't know. Like, it's like any manager, let him get his own players in and see, give, see what happens. You know, if we're going to stick with him, let him bring in his own players in January, and then you can judge him a bit better, can't you? Um, yeah. Cool. Right. Okay. <laughs> nice and cheery. Um, <laughs> let's move on to your the boss. So for the Preston game, Tom, um, what would your formation be? I'll, so the lineup at Watford, according to Sofa Score. He had a bat, uh, it was 3-4-2-1, so it was Nichols, Lees, Helic, Boyle, Big Boyley, Sorber, Hogg, Kamara, Ruffles, um, Diara, Radoni, and Ward. Um, what would you go for it there for this one? Um, I'd start Simpson. So I'm with okay. you, I think, uh, bringing him in. I don't know if you'd start him as well, but I'd start him. I'd probably keep that pretty much the same, to be honest. Um, I'm looking at who was on the bench before. Maybe Hayden in as a mm. bit more. If we're going for like, oh yeah, let's attack from the off. Maybe Hayden in for Ruffles. Um, I think so. They've what are they? They've they've kept. Is it eleven clean sheets this year, Brady? I think something like yeah. that. So. It this is a game where if Town you wish you said it earlier, Town needs to score first to to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be a 1-0 win, I think, if you, if Town are going to win kind of thing. So, um, I think, yeah, the the kind of start really strong and then um, defend for us lives is a, is a potential tactic for, for three points here if yeah. Town are going to get anything. But, yeah, I think Simpson in, maybe Hayden in as well, but keep it same formation. Nice. Okay, I'd I'd probably tweak it a bit. I'd go forty three one because um, I think Sorbo was a little bit far back against Watford, which is understandable because they've got yeah you know, Watford have good players. I'd bring Kessler Hayden in. I get the feeling Fotheringham maybe doesn't like you know he's been a bit reluctant to use him, but I think he's going to attack. Um, yeah. And I think I think you're right. Like if we're going to get anything from this, we've got to go for it. So yeah, my four would be Hey Kessler Hayden, Lee's Helic, Ruffles. Um, Hog Kamara is the two because I thought Hog played pretty well uh, mm. against Watford, and then my three would be Thomas Diara and Redoni, and just like and I did put Ward down, but I think yeah, it just depends on Simpson's fitness. But maybe start him, you know, maybe Ward can come around. And to be honest, knowing he has to, he has thirty minutes for for Wardy or you know forty five or whatever. Maybe that would mean he could channel his his. his Energy because I, I st- like I just have a fit. He just still doesn't look fit to me. We heard about those niggles and um, yeah, I I just go for it. And to be honest, like I know that's putting a lot on Diara, kind of being the person in the middle. But he is he's a bit of a chaos, yeah. you know, an agent of chaos. And I will say actually something that impressed me, um, and this is clearly he's been told this was in the Watford game in the first half before the international break. I remember at Swansea in a couple of games. Beat a couple of people and then he'd have a shot when there was other better yeah. options. And I was impressed. Diara would pass it and like lay off in right position. So I think he's, 
you got to give credit there. So, um, yeah, that's what I'd go for anyway, 4-2-3-1. And score prediction, yeah, like I say, just a typical town in it, like with bottom of the league, would it go to Preston? And I think, like... It's a horrendous season, and but there's a weird quirk where we beat Preston. So I'm going to go one nil. Just happens. yeah, <laughs> I'd back that. It would be very town, wouldn't it? That for was it 53 years? Did you say 53 years? Yeah. So first win in 53 years would be this season. Of course, it would. Um, yeah. Yeah, one nil. Simpson, big Simpson bundles one of the line. Nice, nice. You just know if we want, if we do win on Boxing Day, it's going to be the scruffiest goal. Like it's going to be yeah. like two Preston players on the <laughs> on yeah. the line, and someone like kicks it in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's take that one nil win. Right, Tom. Amazing elbow, or is there none? No. <laughs> I think I, okay, after, that's fine. after Christmas, it definitely will be. Yeah. After Christmas. All right, he will return. Cool. Well, that's it then. Um, so, yeah, thank. Hopefully, you, you know, if you'll be listening to this maybe during the festivities or on the big day itself, hope, hope you have a nice Christmas. Tom and I will be back to preview Rotherham and Tatar for now. Oh, sorry, I should say this episode sponsored by Magic Rock. Um, you may have seen on our socials before, um, but we've got a little competition where you can win a pack of town lager. So uh, do get involved. And... Uh, yeah, thanks to thanks to Tom, thanks to you all for listening. Um to half an hour and up the town. Up the town. So town play up. Bring the car back to Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via muck delivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.